Yo, well, yeah, my boy. That's on the neighborhood, cuz. Say word. What up? Yo, what's poppin' with y'all lashy asses? Nico in the building, making aunties bat them lashes. Melly with the jelly, making brothers do a double take. Got the hash on deck to be way more than half baked. Love is at war, hit the general, yeah, yeah, yo. Listen to the wisdom, how your love life like, hey, yo. All this in the hour, it'll never be a bore. So welcome, everybody, this is ethnic ish and more. Yo, yo, what's poppin', cuz? Yeah, you gon' still bangin' ducks in 12 and 19, the only season I don't use. But nigga, have you heard ethnic ish and more, cuz? They got more shit on there, cuz. They doing past political shit, nigga. They doing relationship shit. Like, Mark Ali mad at me for cheating no more. Yo, shout to you, yo. Hey, yo, nigga, have you seen Melly Mel's IG? Cuz on neighborhood, she gotta be jelly, cuz jam don't shake like that. And she got the hash on lock, nigga. They on there for an hour, cuz. You better tune in and check that shit out on neighborhood, cuz. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points.
Try to come over there and get on the music tip and shit. Man, I would, bro, bro. My landlord been tripping, bro. Talking about the music all the time and shit, bro. Tweaking, bro. You say what? Man, fuck all that, man. You already know what we on, bro. I'm finna come over there. We finna get on that music tip and we finna do that shit. What you talking about? Cockpit and I'm flyer than a pilot. All this fucking gold, it look like I just robbed a pirate. They just keep on looking and I know they just might try it. Heavy hitters and my niggas lay them out like Tyson. Big ass gun, weigh a ton, it look like we hunt bison. I don't fuck with these niggas, we get cheese, they brought the mice in. Big bucks on these niggas, I get money while they lying. I'ma strike it like some lightning. If I don't like it, I will night it. I'm up all night, get money and writing. God told me it's my time, so I'm grinding. Boy, get your bitches out of here. Yeah. Get your bitches out of here. Yeah. I'm so lit inside of here, boy. Get your bitches out of here. Yeah. Get your bitches out of here. Yeah. Cause you not allowed in here. Boy, get your bitches out of here. Yeah. Get your bitches out of here. Yeah. I'm so lit inside of here, boy. Get your bitches out of here. Yeah. Get your bitches out of here. Yeah. Cause you not allowed in here. No. Hey, y'all ready? Let's do it.
Hey, turn up, turn up, uh, turn it on up. We back on another episode of Ethnic Issue More, episode number 84, HBCU Pride. Now, for those who got to attend the HBCU, know somebody that went to an HBCU, you already know the beauty and the joys that comes with whatever school you decided to select, no matter how big. How small, because Lincoln was a pretty small HBCU, but we turned up. I love my experience. It's rare that I hear somebody that went to an HBCU doesn't love their experience. It's some of them out there. But you know why? It's because they ain't put nothing to their experience. You sure, right? They ain't put nothing you, in ATM get, to try to get something like out you of it. You get from it what you put into it. Yeah. Like, right. I kicked it, but I also did what I was supposed to do. Exactly. But okay. it, it's set up for you. To not only appreciate your culture, appreciate right. yourself, but it's some people to this day, like, my forever lifelong friends who's going to be from my HBC. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. That experience? Oh, man. I'm glad y'all joined us this week on another episode of Ethnic-ish and more. Hey, you know what? I went to Miami this past weekend yeah. on some HBCU yeah. shit, yeah. and it was lit too. It I was seen lit. The hey, no, no, no. You ain't see the you ain't see the real litness though. Granny met me down there. Hey, Granny. Granny met me down there, and I had to, I had to keep ducking off because the wife was right there. I had I was like, Granny, you cannot be texting me like this when the wife is right here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, shout out to Granny. I miss you, boo. Look, uh, you look you good. Always got to get your love. Shout out to the aunties. Shout out to the TTs. Hey, shout out to everybody that look, do what they're supposed to. Look, it's the difference between being an auntie and a TT. Right. TT's she got all the good fruit snacks. TTs are official. They keep right. everything on deck. Anytime you need it, you call your TT. She got you. The auntie, she may pick up the phone. She may come through, depending on how she feel about her sister or her brother. Mm-hmm. But your TT got your back no matter what. Your TT gonna get you out there jam. Hey, you know what? Next week, you know what I'm saying? They're going to see the other side. We got VTT. We got VTT. We got the real. Hey, she a GG, too. I know. I know. Listen. Whew. We'll talk about it next week. Mm, next week. Go I'm going to just tell y'all right now. Next week, I'm wearing a shirt that says Cougar Hunter. <laughs> you know my favorite shirt. I got to say Old Ho Slayer. Old Ho but, uh, Slayer and the Cougar Hunter is in the building next look, week. We finna kick it, man. Next but- week. We on this week, y'all. Yeah, first of all, let's shout out to the people. I don't know who even made the first song that I played. I, I tried to look up his name, and nothing was on H, nothing was on YouTube that gave me the person's name for real. So, but we had the HBCU anthem. I just found it, and I thought it was actually pretty cool. It gave me the vibe like I was feeling the band, but yeah. getting to see all the experience from whatever schools they recorded at. And then shout out to my <laughs> Lincoln brothers, PGU Almighty Ronson King. No idea official with that out of here. Yeah. So then my dogs and I've been rocking with them for a few years. And per usual, i like to welcome y'all ashy asses back. Because y'all kick it with us. Y'all been here for 84 weeks straight. 84. Like I say, we record like the post office. Rain, sleet, or snow. I'm in this hoe. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to give you an episode and you're going to get you something to watch, man. Facts. Make sure y'all catch us every week on Ethnic Issue More. 
MyCityMyMusic.com. You got EthnicAsiaMore.com. You got Spreaker, which is our main outsource. If you can't listen to it live, you can play it back on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Google, and there's 511 other ones that I don't fully know the name to yet, but I know for a fact we on there because I double-checked when I got the list. Like, share, subscribe. If you leave us anything less than five stars, we beating your ass on it. I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out. And if you're watching Ethnic Ishamore TV, I need you to just give me a like, give me a comment, say something. Uh, say something to let me know you see it. Shout out to Aaron Cole, brother Aaron Cole and Jay Gaston. Yes, sir. What's up, bro? For, for, for shouting us out, man. Um, my guest last week, man. We always give the guests from last week a clap up. Yeah, got a clap shout up. Shout out to people. the experience. Hey, hey. Marvin and Beauty. Shout out to little Eli, man. Hey, shout out cut. to Eli, man. Hey, Eli came through on the last minute on the cut today, man. Appreciate you. Hey, you got your, you got your boy. I'm, almost, I'm damn near 40, boy. Got me out here looking at you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a smooth 16. Oh, nah, 16. This hairline say 45 right there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, shout out to the experience, shout man. Hey, all of them. I went over there, man. And I looked at them. I'm like, man, y'all been here since five this morning. They was like, yeah. And y'all still cutting with That's the straight crazy. hands? They do, they do five to seven. Yeah. Awesome. Like when you book on their website, it got the five a.m. to eight a.m. cuts, and then like the midday. And I'm like, but think about it though. If you somebody that's busy. You need to get that cut, but you got to be at work be at seven. But yeah. I get to you at like six yeah. or five. You know, I'll rather. I'll like if you got if you get if you get married that day, you like I need that five a.m. cut. You want the cut yeah. to be fresh. Yeah. Right. That morning. Be look and I, look, I'll, I'll pay the extra from the five to eight. Yeah. You can get here a little earlier for me because I need this. I want to be fresh today. I don't got no problem adding a couple dollars on there for your. But time you know, you know, it's even better though. It's the one stop shop, and I was able to see it for myself. Like they, you come in, you got the barbers. You got the beauticians, you got the nail salon, all right. You got there. the loctician. The loctician in the back. All of them. And wait, look. Oh, oh, girl, nails Dior even got the like the foot pet, like the the yeah. massage chair pedicure stand. I'm like, oh, she doing nails, nails. <laughs> oh, we got a shout out on here from Maria. Hey. It says, "Hey, oh. Neo." Hey, hey, Neo! Oh, 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 yeah, we Give got a shout out. We gonna put our we shout. Got the, we got the. Hey, y'all, we can put our shout outs on the screen in this hey. mug. Hey, we all razzle dazzle in this thing. Hey, we got a little fancy. We got a little fancy. Little fancy. We got a baby red in the building. That's what well, I'm look, called. She got the baby red. Our wonderful, our last week guest. Yeah, you know, for the people that come this week, I need a DJ. I need a funk flex. Funk flex bomb. Yeah, in the building. Today is an HBCU experience. Yeah. HBCU experience. Obviously, we got Xavier in the building. We got Tuskegee in the building. We got Jackson State. We got TSU. Man, you know what? We got Lincoln. We got North Carolina A&T because she repping both her schools. She got a little bit of Aggie pride. Aggie pride. My homegirl went to Winston-Salem. Oh, yeah. Hey, man. Hey, that experience of going to HBCU is like none other. But look, we're going to start over here. I want everybody to give their name, what school you went to. And then we just gonna keep going down the line as we proceed. Okay, so my name is Shannon Mitchell. I went to Xavier University of Louisiana, and then I also went to North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University. Did you hear? She gave us the whole oh, name. Yeah, we can't <laughs> no, she said no A and T. I got you. Hey, uh, my name is Brittany Nelson. I went to Tuskegee University. I have a Bachelor of Science in Animal Poultry and Veterinary Sciences. I didn't even know you could get a degree in that shit. Hold <laughs> up. Hey, hold but up. You, Did you say poultry? Look, Link. So Link chicken? Link hold on, hold on. Wait, wait a minute. Let Explain me repeat this it degree for you. to me before we go Bachelor further. of Science in Animal Poultry and Veterinary Sciences. Chicken. Okay. 
Okay. Yes. So, hey, so you know how to fry that shit with the best. <laughs> okay, hold on. I, I know how to hey, Chicken Thursday is in her house. I got a question about I know how to get that shit from out in the in the field. You ring that neck. She know how to listen. You would have loved Jeff City. Look, the first time I'm from the I'm from Aurora, Illinois. I live. I went to Robert Morris in downtown Chicago before I went to Lincoln. I moved to Jeff City. The most culture shock shit that ever happened to me was seeing look. a damn dog and a chicken <laughs> on a leash in the look, front look. yard. Let me, let me tell y'all. And, and me in up. my degree, I, w- I was able to milk cows. We, <laughs> look, we were able to, yeah, um, you know, put the chickens up on the line. We also did that for uh, beef cattle. We were in, That's we were crazy. in the vet, the vet school and like doing, look, the alcohol, but most animals I got a pit. <laughs> like, like got the pit. the bigger domestic animals, we used to see like sheep heads and horse heads, and in bachelor in in our bachelor's programs and our oh, undergrad programs, crazy. that wasn't even best. So like y'all was like dissecting them and like doing all that. Yes, like wow. eyeballs. So you killed Mister Ed. I got you. <laughs> no, they, 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 was the all, they were already dead. Uh, that was before I even got there. So like, what's crazy, crazy? I got a former student, and she is in getting her master's and she's in the veterinary program yes. down in Tuskegee and I'll be looking yes. at her her post on Facebook like yeah, yeah. I couldn't do it couldn't do no, it it's, like, it's, I don't it's care how much this A is worth if, if that horse bleed on me it's a problem no part of the fact that it's offered it because Lincoln oh, oh, so oh let me give you some history let's give it oh. Tuskegee University produces the most veterinary scientists in the country Dope. so look if y'all have kids, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Make, sure, make, make sure you replay that. If y'all have kids, <laughs> if y'all have students, go to Tuskegee. And no bullshit, not even just, you know, uh, what's the word? You know. Like your pride. And yeah. All. Yeah. But like, for real, if, if your children or your kids or somebody that you know is interested in veterinary science, Go go have no, them uh, so visit like visit Tuskegee because it's gonna be people that look like them, mm. that care about them, mm. that will not care about them anywhere else. I know that's a question Ooh. somewhere else. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But like, look, we gonna need to hear that. Again. Hey. Yeah, we, we gonna need to hear, we that, gonna hear that again. again. We gonna, she got to drop that part again. Hey. Let's go right here. Oh, <laughs> All right, I am Danette Beckham, better known as Nettie B. I went to the. Jackson State University, home of the Sonic Boom. I need okay, a boom. You need a boom. You need a boom. She boom. Said, <laughs> need a boom in this motherfucker. I thought I was gonna be prepared. I ain't go there, so I ain't know I needed it on time. We won that game this weekend. Y'all ain't gonna win this week though. Shout out, shout out to Prime Time, man. Y'all ain't gonna win this week though. Prime Time had them boys looking good. They, I seen the jackets. with the jazz you sat on the inside. Hey, hey, now I ain't gonna lie. Prime time definitely got him looking good, and he making some key points. We're gonna talk about that in a little bit, yes. but he making some key points on what what the standard you. for HBCU football should be. But that's dope though that you got somebody who was at the level he was, who realizes the significance. Because until I was doing this, uh, finding out black sports players, and now once you got on looking further into them, mm-hmm. it's so many dope ass players that's in the Hall of Fames with the HBCUs. So it clearly proves you don't have to go to these certain schools. To make it to the okay, the NFL, it to the, the NBA, it doesn't happen as much. That's gonna probably take a little more time. But it, it's changing now. Yeah, it's changing now. Like you know, Tennessee State got a really big signing out of Hersey Miller. You know, 
Masterpiece son who yeah. who'll be a, who, who's a freshman at TSU this Shaq fall. Kids go to, and Shaq, like, both both of Shaq's yeah, kids are at Texas Southern, Texas Southern. you know. And so son and his son and his daughter. And so it, it's gonna change. It's gonna take some time. Just like the Dion effect, what we see now, this immediate effect, because you have people who are hating on it. You know, so you you see the effect now, and then you're gonna see the long term effects of what can happen Absolutely. with Prime and Eddie, Eddie George and all them. You know, but it's so. gonna once people start realizing. I see. I feel like in the next ten years, you gonna see people be like, oh man, we finna just go on. No, 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 they just and people gonna start. What they need is starting to get more people. Them other schools got some donors, got yeah. all that money that's gonna keep their program in tip top. If we get these black athletes that went to these schools or people that just they need to build some type of conglomerate that's gonna put in money into these facilities for sports, then all of that starts switching over. And now what you got the um when people starting to take effect of the HBCUs and now that these players can get these endorsements. The NIL, yeah. Look, Hersey Miller went to, he had TSU, the first day they offered the endorsements, he had a $2 million tech yeah. endorsement. Absolutely. You know, uh, Shador, Shador Sanders just got six, what, he got 600000 or something like That's that from, Be- from Beats? You but know, why it take, it's just crazy that it took that long for well, me to make some money off the fact that I'm the shit at your school that <laughs> well, y'all can make right. all, all the bread you want. But you know, but you know, we, we, got, we also got to understand the system we live in. This is a capitalistic system. And, and, hey, and, and schools, the, where, where HBCUs are now going to thrive in is that, one, you have a lot of high schoolers waking up. A lot of high schoolers are, are waking up to the fact that they understand racism a little bit more. And with them understanding racism a little bit more, a lot of times at their schools, they see, like, you know what? Why would I go to a school where I'm going to be? I'm gonna, I got a whole lifetime to be a minority. Well, I'm going to be a minority for four years at, at college. Or... I experienced enough white stuff going to a Eurocentric-based high school, and then when I go to college, why I got to hear the same story again? Yep. Like, somebody tell me something different. Give me a different experience. And, and I think that's the most beautiful thing. I was explaining to my wife earlier. One year, my freshman year at TSU, after the first semester, it had taken so much away from what I learned in high school. Mm-hmm. I hated history in high school. <laughs> hated it. And I and I ended up getting a degree in history because for the first time I had a teacher go and say, "Oh, have you ever had a black history teacher? No. Have you ever taken a black history course? No. All I got was slavery and Martin Luther King." And they started breaking me in on on, on so much stuff, and I was just like, "Man, I need a whole degree in this." Now, see, th- that was the one I felt like downside to Lincoln. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to experience too many other schools. Mm-hmm. I, ain't re- I knew a little bit about it, but I didn't know too much. Going into college, and I didn't go to Lincoln until after visiting my best friend at homecoming. The year we went to college, that homecoming. I had no idea he was going to this <laughs> school until like a week before we was about to ship off to college. I was the last one to go because my school didn't start till September, right. and I got to go to Lincoln to visit. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is it. This is it. This is it. Right. I'm like, I'm like, I'm around number my people. Yeah. yeah. And then I finally got to go to a year and a half later, and the only downside to Lincoln is. Jeff City being a predominantly white city, yeah. um, a lot the school is if you look at percentage wise, it has more white kids, mm-hmm. black kids, Absolutely. but yeah. it's only because they treat the university more so like a community college. Right, mm-hmm. they come and you got your few white kids that actually get enthralled into the school. They join fraternities, sororities, they actually participate, but then most of them come in here either get their core classes and dip. Or they come here and get their four-year degree. It's cheap for them. Mm-hmm. And then they shake. A lot of my teachers was white. Yeah. yeah. And so as far as, like, the curriculum and all that shit, it wasn't 100% black. 
black based. Mm-hmm. Like I would have liked yeah. it to be. Right. But the experience I always tell people after five o'clock. <laughs> oh yeah, that's your HBCU. Show. Yeah. Because now that's when you realize all the kids who came here to go to class right quick. But you know what, even I got a chance to experience Lincoln in 05 when I went up there for homecoming and I fell in love with the school and not so much the, the HBCU aspect of it or the, uh, you know, like the white campus or anything like that. It was the history of it to know who founded the school, you know what I'm saying? And to know, like, there are so many HBCUs and when we go back to those hist- our history books and be like, well, y'all started this school how? Right. Like, if y'all don't know the history of some of these schools, man, Wilberforce has the craziest. Wilberforce has the craziest start of any HBCU. It, it was literally a resort for slave owners yeah. who would take their black mistress to this land in Ohio and would bring their biracial kids. And when the guy, I guess the guy who owned it died, he wanted it to become an educational institution for black people. And it started as a private black school. So it's the first black private college. And I'm like, that's crazy. Hell, Prairie View. When I was researching Prairie View, it was the history of PV was so crazy. Like the state of Texas told them, yeah, y'all got to open a school for the black people. So they opened a school for black people. Every university has its own president. The Texas A&M system said, nah, we're going to get y'all a, like a a person to manage like the, the students, but he won't have no power in the system. Mm. He's not a president. Like he was like a chancellor, mm-hmm. but he had no power. So he had to go beg the other presidents for help in PV. And they didn't like, they had like 10 chancellors before they actually got a president. Mm. So think about how far back or how far set back the university is financially yeah. when they're not getting the same thing that Texas A&M is getting Texas A&M and all their multiple campuses when PV is a part of their system, you know, so it, it's it's crazy out here, man. Let's get to these numbers, man. Let's it's yeah. number eighty four, so let's get to this episode number eighty four, y'all. You got fifteen more of these, and I'm not doing no more. Yep. Um, but I like to find, like I said, I know a lot of people that's more in tune with numbers mean to them, the significance behind them. So I try to find something, look into it. Usually, it aligns with where I'm going with my life right now as an entrepreneur and trying to figure out things. So we got the number 84 for episode 84. The numerology number 84 resonates with the creative expression. Creativity generally relates to business, finance, or a secure foundation for the future. It is also realistic, efficient, and pragmatic. Right. So do what you want to do with that information. Uh, don't make me no never mind. <laughs> um, but live your best life. Maybe you in your creative space in life. I know I am. I'll do content creation and all of that. So I try to find a way to dabble myself in anything. I do music videos. Speaking of content creation, I saw karaoke ish more today. Shout out to BB. Hey man, she can sing she her can ass sing off. Sing her motherfucking ass. Hey, off. I was sitting there like I, I listened to it. I'm like, oh, okay, somebody just gonna be singing. It's gonna be funny or something. This is my first time having a sing. I call. I told her she a singer. Yeah, it's my first hey. time having somebody hey. that actually does R and B singing. I was in a motherfucking car. I told her, I was like, girl, I just threw my drawers at your ass. You was in this bitch hey. singing. I wa- I watched the video. I ain't never rewinded the shit. I'm like on YouTube. I'm like I'm she driving like went and rewind this crazy. shit. Crazy. We did Mary J. Blige Family Affair. For those who yeah. don't know what I'm talking about, in this dancery, I do another show. That's what I call. I've been calling dancery my whole life. When she told me Family Affair, I was like, 
I looked it up. I was like, oh, dancery. But uh, for those who don't know, I do a lot of content creation on yeah. my YouTube. I'm starting to get into that. So besides Ethnic and Shamor, I have a show called Karaoke and Shamor, where we drive around, we do interviews, kind of talk <laughs> about what you do, shoot the shit, random stuff. Yep. But then we're going to pull over. I got some microphones. Oh, no. <laughs> I have a, I, I pull, I put this um, holder right there, put my other phone. And so I can put the words coming across mm. from Apple Music. Mm. You pick your song of choice, and we're going to do our... I'm, I'm your backup. I'm known as hey, the ad-lib guy. Hey, you, you was... I'm hey, bad you motherfucker was on the backup. I do you, my hey, thing. I heard you was trying to, you was trying to harmonize with I do my with thing. I ain't want to go like, too crazy because she said... You're like, in this dancery. But I do my razzle-dazzle on days that end in Y. So... If you're interested in karaoke, you should more tap in with me, man. Like, yep. we do, we, it, I tell people it takes no less, more than an hour. Yep. We drive around maybe 20 minutes. And you don't have to be a professional. Yeah, I ain't looking for nobody that's... I done had people that rap. I done had people that... I think everybody has done music thus far. I need to get some people that don't do music. I ain't doing this shit. I, I told somebody if they do poetry, let's do it. I'll be your whole poet. I'll be your vocal background. Whatever you want. I'm your ad-lib God. I do whatever it is that needs to be done to make the episode where we need it to get. Go so well, y'all make sure to check that out at Ethnic Get Um, you can look at it on the website actually, mm-hmm. it'll start playing as soon as you go in there or go to youtube.com backslash Ethnic Get Maria says we need to do that past master. Uh, um, honey, I got you, three mics, honey, too. honey. <laughs> I, um, you tell me in the car to shut up when I'm singing, so I'm not gonna get Listen, on it. I'm not gonna I'm get the on best YouTube singer when it come to uh adding water background to the sound. <laughs> You think I, I think I'm keep sweat without the wine? Like I go crazy at that. I can be like, first of all, I shared a post the other day. Somebody spelled that out, and it, it was hilarious. I didn't get it. I was reading. I was like, keep sweat did. It was like keep sweat did his thing when he said that. I was like, oh, I was like, this don't make no sense. And I sang it to him. I said it. I was like, this makes sense. Every time I try to leave Facebook. Niggas find a reason to keep me <laughs> And they be doing stuff like that. I'm like, black people are hilarious. Hey. If it's, I, don't, I always tell people when I say black people, it's not because I don't mess with other races. I'm just used to being around my people. And There's nothing wrong with being I, part of your culture and enjoying it. It's the reason met, you should choose HBCU. It's rare you okay. don't meet a funny right black there. person. Look, I don't know um, what it is about us, but it's rare you funny. don't meet a funny black person. Like, you may not be the most, you know, uh, Comedy driven purse, you may not have no jokes, but the nigga got something. Where it's just like, bro, every time I'll be like, bro, black people are fucking hungry. All you gotta do is start talking about your childhood. You start talking about your childhood, listen, you gonna have my fucking life. I'm gonna come up with a whole you, show, a skit show. I'm just well, saying, like, like I was I, I was in Miami, we sitting at the restaurant, my wife, like, look at that. They redoing the show to Wonder Years. Right. They redoing Ooh, right. the show to Wonder Years. Right. And Ben Savage, who was on the Wonder Years, he he's like executive producer, but it's it's from the black perspective. Exactly. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be another Everybody Hates Chris. This shit gonna this shit gonna be funny. Yeah. It's gonna be funny as hell. I'm gonna do a comedy skit show. Me and the homeboy finna come up with a show. It's called Two and a Camera. Yep. Now yep. there's a line yeah. to fill in the blank. Of course, we know it's right. two, two black dudes in the camera. Right. We know what it is, right. but you, you make what it is. But I got a whole skit I'm gonna do called So Boom. <laughs> because every time a black person say So Boom, you get a whole entire funny story that may or may not have happened. So okay. Boom, too. Right. <laughs> or you get a what had happened was, That's I'll be like, what? you already know. When I get a what had happened was, I know a nigga check, check this. Check. So, nah, nah that's how you, you do it. If, I hear, yeah, if you're so in Chicago and you hear check this, don't check it. Keep walking. 
<laughs> and get to your destination. I know you you may not make it home. If you check this out, hey buddy, look. Keep going. Hey, keep going. Hey, so um it's a, y'all know I'm on the show every week. I got my cigars rolling and everything. But the cigar has a special meaning this week. The black sports players with the number 84, man. Hall of Famer Randy Moss of the Minnesota Vikings. A, a, a damn legend. Because, you know, when your name become, like, a, a thing, they be like, nigga, you got Moss? Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Like, people don't even watch football. Damn, he got Moss. Like, that's And a you thing. already know what that means. You know, exactly. You Shout know what it means. Randy Moss, man. Look, kids like, and he got Moss. Have you ever seen Randy Moss? Like, he on the all all the all best team on Madden. Oh, okay. No, that's the only reason you know. You gotta watch him. You ain't get a chance Moss to see him for real. Like niggas like Terrell Owens, Randy Moss. It was some bad ass dude. It was, Terrell Owens didn't go to HBC. No, but he was at the classic though. Okay. Him okay. and Ocho Cinco was at okay. the classic. I wish I would have got that five. But 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 I got I got this cigar. <laughs> I got this cigar from that's my guy. You know, my guy on the show. And, and, and my man's went to an HBCU. Mm-hmm. Our good buddy, yes. Shannon Shay Shaw. Shaw. Uncle Shay Shaw. You know, and, and, and there's something about a man who will get on a show and talk his shit. Hey, All I, of you know I what I'm saying? Hey, like, he make you feel like that's your true uncle. Yeah. I like black. I like them black people that celebrities that make you feel like, I'm like, bruh. I fucks with you. Like, like if you got him, him yeah. you got Snoop Dogg, you got niggas like, yeah. oh, oh yeah. no matter where, if I met Snoop. them in person, yeah. I'm going to call you up whether I know you no, or not. not. Hey. Snoop is definitely Shay Sharp, he going to talk his shit. I love watching them episodes where you turn on this nigga, got a stocking cap on. Hell yeah. The only reason he got a cigar is because they ain't going to let him have no blood on TV. Because <laughs> right. he would. He Skip. like, bro, I'm motherfucking retired. Skip. 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 S-K-E-E-I-P. Skip. Hey, hey, Shannon Sharp. Him, and, and and the idea, like, you know, the man went to Savannah State, which is a Division Two HBCU. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can and he made it to the league on the show. And not only did he make it to the league, my man hey, became. Normandy in the house. Hey, shout out to the brother, cuz hey. shout out to the Big Dave. Big Dave. Hey, and hey, wait, look, wait, look, and he repping his HBCU hey. and his high school, Normandy Vikings. We ain't gonna talk about Normandy. All right black, now. all black. Okay. Ooh, we ain't gonna talk about school. Normandy right now. Put <laughs> the tension in there. That was back in the early days. Oh, Shay Sharp went to HBCU. Hey man, Shay Sharp went to Savannah State University, man. And and I I can't knock Savannah State because you know that that's a that's a persevering HBCU. They finally starting to win now. You know they lost for a whole long time. You know they lost it's for a whole. Long. I don't know what their record was when he was on there, but the simple fact that. He in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, my man's made it. And he went to a school that's not known. I mean, it's known as HBC, but it's not one of the bigger names. Yeah. And just prove it like it's the grit grind work. Because, hell, when I got to Lincoln, we had somebody that went there. Yeah. Older person. I can't remember his name. Off the Look, hell, Lamar Parrish was, had made that's it to the league and was coaching. That's the one thing, black coaches. If you if you went to HBCU, don't go back to your school and try to win. You know, it's not going to happen. And then they're going to turn on you with the quickness. Don't come to Lincoln. Ask Willie Totten down at Mississippi Valley. Mississippi Valley. Valley. My man's went down there and couldn't win, and it was just all bad after that. So, it's it's that time. It's that time. 
you know. We got the, the interview. I think it's time okay, for us Howard, to. We got a Howard Grant. Hold on. Who is that? We got Bison for Life. That's my folks right there. Okay. Yeah. Howard Grant in the building. Yes, Bison for Shout Life. Out to HU. Shout out to my HBCU folks. That's one of my Twitter folks right there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Got Twitter in the building finally. We got Twitter in the building. I just started going live on Twitter. I was like, man, we got to spread it out a little more. Spread you know, the, the idea as we get ready to get in the interview, I'm going to wait till Brittany get back because we got to have TU represented. You know, it's it's no better feeling right now. It's no better. It, like, as an HBCU alone, we've always had pride in our school. Absolutely. And can't nobody tell us I different. But what? Oh, you school. got it on you. You know what I'm saying? It's my year on the back of my arm. It's one of those feelings, though, when you get a chance to see it and y'all on the big screen and big stage. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember when we used to have to tell, like, tell students, like, hey, you want to know what it's like to go to a black college? Watch school days. Right. Or watch right. a different world. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And then I spent time. Hey, is drumline real? Listen. You know, and you ain't got to do that no more because your school, you're like, hey, you want to see what Tennessee State look like? Well, shit, they're going to be on TV next week. Right. And that's amazing. Man. Because when I was, I mean, when I was at Lincoln, I went from 09 to 13, I ain't know too many HBCUs had touched the TV. Not mm-hmm. at all. Like, never saw a TV. And even coming where I come from, I live in the west suburbs of Chicago. I didn't know too many people that went to HBCUs. The only real collegiate person I knew was my brother. He knew about HBCUs, but he didn't put me on. And so, like, I I didn't know about – I would have went to Lincoln off the strength that my best friend was going there when we left high school just because it was going to get us out of Illinois. (laughs) And so once I found I got to go visit him, me and our other best friend went down there, Chicago, because he went to Lincoln before me. And I was like – Shout out to Chicago. Shit, Square just made it through. Just made it in. But um, I got to go around, and I'm like, that's what Lincoln was like on this prime. I remember coming down Dunkley, because I didn't know the street name, none of that shit. Right. Dunkley, and I'm seeing all the old school cars, the Skittle car, the Eminem car. Oh, yeah. It was so deep, and I'm just like, bro, it's all black people here. Usually the time, I'm used to seeing hella too many black people in that situation. Some drama happened. This was all people just kicking. Yeah. Music loud. We're kicking. I'm like, bro, this is what y'all homecoming on. Oh, yeah. And it's crazy because people that I'm friends with to this day, like, that's my niggas. I got to meet them on that trip, not knowing I would have circled around and came back to that school. Kyle ended up leaving. Right. Going back home. And I, we both we went both went back in spring of 09. He left like, bro, man, they been bullshitting down here. I'm going to go back to the crib and get this degree. And I was like. Man, you know what? We're going to talk about that, too. We're going to talk about that, too, because it happens. Yeah. It, it happens. Well, let's so, get it. hey, shout out to Jovi. I see you. I see you in the comments. Shout out to Jovi. Uh, so I'm gonna start with uh, I'm gonna start with Miss Shannon Mitchell right here. And um, so give me. I know you got two HBCs that you are repping today. Yeah. Give us a quick history of your institution. You know, just real quick. We don't need the whole dissertation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, this is not freshman <laughs> orientation. You're not gonna stand up and get an alma mater. But I, give me a quick history. Okay, so I'll start off with Xavier. So Xavier University of Louisiana was founded in 1925. Okay. It was founded by Catherine Drexel, and it is the only Catholic HBCU in the United States. I did not know that. Um, yeah. Yes. And so we're probably on the smaller side of the HBCUs, but we are still an HBCU. As for North Carolina A&T, we were founded in 1891. And we were originally called Agricultural and Mechanical College for the Colored Race. Oh, that's crazy. 
I think about being in school in 2021, they put colors in your school. <laughs> you would have had me oh, big fuck that. Hell yeah. I'd have like, that I'd like look, put, put that shit on my uh, degree if you want to. Hey. And see what happens. I'm, actually, I want a shirt that say Tennessee Agricultural and Industrial I mean with the, School for Negroes. That's what I want. That's dope. I, think I, mean, I, think, I think that should have yeah. been dope. Like, I, I want it's, the... It's for Negroes better. I can deal with that. The colored one, that just gives me lynching vibes. I'm just like, look, you gonna take that C word about that. Negro, sometimes you be like, Negro, please. I can deal with that. I won't be like, oh, you colored. No, when I say that, it's cool. Yeah. But when they say that, no, yeah. 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 it's a little different. You're gonna be on a whole nother episode. <laughs> so, so, so give us Tuskegee University. Okay, so Tuskegee was founded in 1881 by Booker T. Washington. He was chosen from Hampton University to come and start our um, university or college at the time. So shout out to Tuskegee yeah. Institute. Yeah. Booker Tali O'Farrell Washington. Yeah, <laughs> Booker hey. T. That's why I kick hey, no, Tali no, But see, that's a, so I, I always get my students with that. Hold on, I, I tell Tali O'Farrell. Tali O'Farrell. Yeah. So I tell. I tell. No, 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 no call me Booker. Call me by the T word. When I tell when I when I teach the Booker T W E B debate. When I teach that, I tell my students you cannot shorten it. I want Booker Tali O'Farrell Washington and William Edward Burkhart Dubois. That's fine. You got. I want the whole name. Give me some names for y'all. Hey, ass. hey, if I if I have another kid, that's gonna be his middle name, Burkhart. I mean, but the, the, his 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 house is still on campus. He's buried on campus, um, correct? So you know, oh, Tuske- wow. Tuskegee is, is a national park site um, with the George Washington Carver Museum, Ooh. also with Booker Tally O'Farrell Washington's house. That's all on campus, so I gotta go visit. Yeah, you should. I mean, so, I think at this point you can't um, go inside uh, Booker T's house, but you can definitely go into George Washington Carver, the the museum there. So, yeah, is it's he he's buried history. on campus, correct? Yes, yeah. um, it, right next to our um, chapel. All of that is right next to the chapel, so. Dope. Man, y'all gotta come see us. Yeah. yeah we gotta yeah. come see us. Well, y'all got a church. Y'all, y'all got a whole cathedral on there. Yeah, yeah. church on Chestnut. Right. She got a whole cathedral on there. And we just built a new one. I just learned that the original one burned down and they built another one. Okay. So, like, the newer one that is still old is right there, but then we have the cemetery right next door, so. Come, come what about see, come see us. the the Jackson State University? Okay, first of all, I'm not gonna drop names of who founded it because forgive me, I forgot. It's been a minute um, since our freshman year. Right, that freshman um, orientation. But right, but as we all know, um, it was uh, founded in 1877. It was founded as Natchez Seminary, and it changed to Jackson State University in 1974. Yep, 1974. Had to write that down. Well. But yeah, it had plenty of other names before that. He didn't want me to give the book, so yeah, I did the first and the end. You know, that, that's a lot. Jackson State got a lot of we stuff. We have a lot of names. Maybe <laughs> like the. Yeah, just the, stop there. A uh, matter of fact, I just want to make sure everybody knows that we are the only the because we have the in our school song. The I love my dear old college home. Just want to make sure y'all know that. Didn't I just say don't get on my mom? I just. It's just like a Jackson State folk. Like, we going to break all the rules. We got prime time. Uh, only because we said mother to ski. <laughs> Well, Ooh. Tennessee Agricultural and Industrial School for Negroes was founded in 1912, January 12, 1912 oh. to be exact. Um, and in 1968, we dropped the agricultural and industrial part of the university oh, and became Tennessee State University. And I also have to rep Prairie View A&M University, uh, which y'all see me wear it on the show all the time because I'm currently a student. 
A dude will, a dude will graduate December 11 with my master's in education administration from Prairie View A&M University, which was founded in 1876. Come on now. As a part of the Texas. You know, a lot of times when you get a master's degree from a school, you don't get the experience of being... You know, on campus, but man, like they definitely made everyone feel like, hey, we got that first class. They was like, so Prairie View and them produces productive people. We need to make you a productive people. I was like, oh, so y'all got to do all this? I'm thinking we just gonna get right into content. They was like, hey, this whole first week, we gonna tell you about the university. I was like, learning. I ain't, I ain't never think I was gonna have to learn all my mother at the grad school, but they was like. I was like, all right, then let's do it. That's fine. So, L- you, I went to Lincoln. I okay. always say V. L L L L. My mother is not T H E though. It's the cap, all capital letters T H E. Lincoln University of Missouri in Jefferson City. Uh, we were founded January 14th of 1866. Mm. I don't know if y'all can. See the back of my arm yeah. too well. I do yeah. got the numbers somewhere yeah. on there. Shout out to my dog, Janelle. Uh, we were founded by the 62nd and 65th Infantry yeah. Platoon. So they kind of was on their journey, stopped in Jeff City, created this school for us, and we've been rocking ever since then, man. Hey, man. I love it. So, like, the history of these schools is important. But why did y'all choose them? Now we now we obviously y'all see all these questions we got and I'm looking at time we can't have everybody else so I'm gonna just I'm gonna just point to people okay, come on. Well, you know we we gonna let y'all go because we can it's talk just, just a quick why, yes why, why, why did you choose it so so it looks so like you're making eye contact yeah Brittany, <laughs> Brittany you go ahead and tell me why you chose to you no 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 um so really I chose um, Tuskegee because initially I wanted to be a veterinarian mm. but you know. A year or two in, I was like, mm. "Change my major." Other people, no, I I kept my major, but um, other people's animals were not for me. Um, I've always loved animals from when I was a kid. So, okay, Doctor Doolittle, we see you. Okay. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm the girl at the party that's like, "Oh, you have a dog?" <laughs> that's me. But um, yeah, really, because I I, I loved animals mm. and I always wanted to work with animals, so I. You know, kept that as a profession, but, like, I didn't do it professionally, mm. you know. So, I always wanted to be around other black people that liked animals. My parents liked animals. Like, other adults that I knew liked animals. So, I, I you know, went ahead with the academic um, path, but I did not do that professionally. Okay. So. Nick? Uh, me next. Well, I chose Jackson State University because I just knew I was going to be a JC. <laughs> you wouldn't have told me nothing. Um, my family is from Jack, uh, lived in Jackson, so I decided to go there because it would be easier for me to stay in contact. And if I need to get off campus, things like mm-hmm. that, I can, you know, go to family. I did not. I stayed on campus. Unfortunately, I didn't get to, you know, utilize the time because I wanted the college experience. Right. Um, but I also chose there because of the um, music program. So I played in the orchestra, symphonic orchestra, to be oh. exact. Symphonic. Symphonic Orchestra. Yes. Shannon. Okay, so a little background is I am a biology and bioengineering major, so going to Xavier, I wanted to go there because originally I wanted to go to med school. And so med school, Xavier produces top black uh, doctors. Well, as engineering started together, I decided I want to do more of the engineering side Mm. of things than the 
biology side of things. And as I went there, I talked to some professors and I felt like I was at home. And that was like a big thing is that like, you felt so comfortable. Yeah. And so actually, before I even started school there, I was offered a research position as well as scholarship money to go. And that's one of the big reasons why I went there on top of the fact that like I said, it just was a comfortable place compared to like being in Maryland. I didn't feel as comfortable in a lot of those other spaces. So even though I was 16, going 16 hours away from home. You were 16? I went to college at 16. Oh, she's a smarty. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's Doogie Howser in this I thing. barely got through my junior year of high school. Yeah. She, she is Doogie Howser in here. I was just there because my mama done made me go. Right. She was 16 and 16 hours away. Y'all just listen to what you said. She, uh, look, she said right. numbers. So I, I, because I felt at home, I, I decided I would go. So, so. Yeah. Damn, you 16 in New Orleans, you couldn't do shit. If y'all want to know, Xavier used to make us sign out of school because it was a Catholic university. If you were staying past curfew, yeah, we had to call our parents. I asked to tell my mom and my daddy where I was going so that we, we had door mothers, and the door mother would call at like midnight. Miss Mitchell, do you know that <laughs> Shannon's about to go out? Yes, mama. And she would literally have to roll over, yes. But yeah, wow. wow! But you know what? My mama that, that's not like that. fiscal. Oh Daddy fiscal called my mama like one time. She'd be like, "Look, don't call my motherfucking phone no more." <laughs> she said that she was going, so she going. He good. Don't call my phone no oh more in the middle of the night. Where you going? I already know. So, I need the most memorable event from undergrad. Like, just give me that one event. Like, if I say, "Man, what? Man, what's the coldest Look, thing in undergrad?" I, I need got one. you. Give me one. Anybody that's listening to this podcast right now, look me in my eyes. The Soul. Going to The Soul in Tuskegee, Alabama. Going to The Coop after it. Like, The Coop closed after I graduated, so young Tuskegee wouldn't know about it. But, the look, going to The Coop, going to a game... Like, the shed is live. I ain't gonna lie. The shed is live. Look, we didn't... Section number... What? Number nine? Look... <laughs> Sounds like a complex. Hey, you know, no, like I've been down to Tuskegee. I actually got a chance to go to Players Ball. Yeah, in Tuskegee, Alabama, lit. At, at, look at the at the mansion party. Yeah, lit. <laughs> so you gonna have to give me something from Auntie because clearly, I was, say, I was uh, she was gonna say mass. No, at Christmas. Uh, no, Xavier. <laughs> we did our work during the week and we had fun at weekend. So it'll be, I can say both Mardi Gras. In New Orleans, we we got Listen, off. I got yeah. to go to Mardi Gras. We, okay, we That's we had situation. the whole week off, so we were able mm. to have a good time. But I would also say from A and T, it had to be Geo. And Geo, for y'all who don't know, is the greatest homecoming on earth. I wish and they canceled cannot, it today. Okay. Mm. Well, <laughs> that's for the safety <laughs> precautions of Shit. everybody. God bless HBCUs. That's why we still gonna have homecomings. <laughs> Listen, yeah, now, the, tell I, me, we just put out our list for homecoming. Mm. What we did me, um, everything, really, my whole experience was just amazing. I barely came home. I came home for one year and told my parents, I see y'all in, in 01. Mm. I, I ain't coming back. Hey, <laughs> Loki, that's what yeah. I did. Yeah. I came I mean, and maybe visit. I'll come and, like, Maria, I don't need you coming. You see, Maria, like, right G-Ho is amazing. Me, yes. Look, when, I, when I went to Lincoln, even though Jeff City is not, when school lays out, Jeff yeah. City ain't the place to be. But it was just like, I ain't going home. Like, I'm here. Away. I'll stay here in the summer. I got a crib with the homies. We was kicking it. I'm like, bro, I like this. Like, we can come back. Sure. We back lit again. 
I, I'm going to have to say lock and key. So at TSU, the IOTAs there had, and before I was frat, like they had a lock and key party, and it would be on a Wednesday, and it was a reggae-only party. Now, you already know if it's a reggae party, it's yeah. going to be hot as shit. Yeah. Ain't going to be no water. Ain't no refreshing yourself. No. You keep dancing to the and damn. You one the song that sounds like it's been playing for six hours. And, and and what they did was they gave every girl a little small lock. And they put it around their neck. Every guy got a key. So you spent the night sweating, dancing, trying to unlock keys. And I know folks that like legit like are still together. Because they met from the lock and key party. You know what I'm saying? And that party, like, we, wow. don't get me wrong. We had, everybody had that. all their weeks and everything. But it was just, and, and I ain't going to lie. That was the one IOTA event that everybody went to. You know what I'm saying? I, I know how people how people feel about the frat. You know what I'm saying? But that was the one event. If you didn't get there early, your ass was shit out of luck. Like, <laughs> Lincoln, the IOTA, the party that everybody went to was like the, the stoplight party. Like yeah. The green, yeah. The that, that was my, that, yeah. That was my yeah. shit. I, I, I can't. My undergrads. Yeah, hey, you to lunch. Hey, my players. Yeah, lunch pay me to get in there, motherfucker. Hey, so, you know, we got a lot of people watching, and I want I want to want each one of y'all to tell me what's the lesson you learned. Because you know, when people think of HBCUs, we be like, oh, well, all we do is kick and we have fun. But we all know it's a deep lesson in there. I know you dropped Dick Dalton last week. Hey, you know, listen, Dick Dalton was a white man, but Dick Dalton is the most memorable teacher. At Lincoln, and he taught health. He taught health, but it's not one student. I can't. I can't even speak to how the white kids felt about him. Mm. Black kids, he was real. Like he was for everybody. He'd be the dude you'd be catching riding through downtown with the with the, on his bike with a flag about the earth on the end. Like he was just for everybody, and he made that class just so much more better than probably what it would have been. He poured into everybody. So once he retired. I felt bad for all the students after that year. So I'm like, bro, y'all don't get to experience the greatest person that came to Lincoln, and it's not a black man. Like, he cared about every student on there. He was real. He kept it a buck. He taught you, like, even though he taught health, he taught so much more other shit in that class. Or just like, that was the only class you always went to. Mm. That was the class I never skipped. <laughs> I don't care how many other classes I had. His, and it was only worth one credit. But I went. Thankfully, you go to your first experience with him. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to come do the class every week, bro. He cool. He kept it real. You need to talk. He'll, he'll shoot the shit with you. But it was like he remember everybody. You catch him riding, like I say, you catch him riding his bike on a, on any given day. He got a, You go to a protest or something, Dick Dalton in front of that. Like he, he rode for everybody. If he needed to stand on something that he loved, you'll catch him riding his bike with a flag of whatever that was mm. all through Jeff City. He just had that respect from everybody at Lincoln. What about you? I think for me, it's okay to be uncomfortable. And I think, for, how do I explain this? I didn't always want to open my mouth and ask for help. Mm -hmm. So when I went to my HBCU, I was either going to fail or ask for help. Mm -hmm. So though it might have been uncomfortable but to ask for help, help, excuse me, I had to ask for help. Mm -hmm. I had to network Absolutely. with other people mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, it's not what you know, it's who you know mm -hmm. in a lot of situations. And um, by talking to them, they allow me to show my character to them and get to know who I was. So I think that was the biggest thing for me. Brittany? 
Look, I was trying to text my friend, like, who's the teacher? The, I know. I remember. <laughs> the teacher? I remember. Um, I want to, so we have Mr. Felder who created um, our Piperette um, costumes. Okay. But then we also. He was a, a Piperette? No, I was oh, not. Okay. But like, he had a store as well oh, that okay. was like right across the street. Like, go across the street, that's where Mr. Felder's were. Mm-hmm. Was, but. We also had a um, a professor of his, and I look people. Oh, Tuskegee will flame me right now because, mm. I, like, I can see his face Absolutely. because he would you would walk in late and he would be like, "Oh, Mrs. Brown and Bubbly, why are you late today?" <laughs> like, I like I can see his face. Mm-hmm. He used to be a, in a Greek organization, like, but I cannot think of his name right now. But between the history teacher and the one that used to make Piperette uniforms. Both of them, the one would make Piperette uniforms, but he would also make sure that you had quality Tuskegee stuff. Mm-hmm. Any anything that you walked away from with Tuskegee um, paraphernalia, it, it still lasts. I it, still have a cardigan, it, it and people know I got it from Mr. Felder. So was it one of those things where he wanted you to feel pride about? Yes, because being at, Tuskegee is like what thirty minutes from Auburn. Yeah, yeah so it's like exactly. you had this. Auburn and Alabama yeah. everywhere and being able to show your school with pride was important. Yeah. Okay. So, so, you know, even long after he was gone, I still have a cardigan that I could put on today mm. that, like, is not falling apart. It's a quality piece, and it's something that I will be able to pass on to whoever, somebody 15, 20, 30 years younger than me. Dope. But then I had a history teacher who, like, he's like, okay, so you celebrate Valentine's Day. Why? Give, give me, give me a, a paper. Yeah. Give me a paper, a two-page paper, single-spaced, mm. of why mm. you celebrate Valentine's Day, why you celebrate Thanksgiving. So both of them are, like, people who were like, okay, well, damn, why do I celebrate this? Or why why it? is yeah. this such a big thing in my life? You know, and then he would be like, oh, well, the, the chocolate nuts and the pink <laughs> balloons. And, and you like, well, damn, Mr. I just want, I want to show my boo. I care, you know? <laughs> but he's like, let me, let me, let me enlighten you. Yeah. You know, so between the two, like, oh, even I the last that. time I went to um, the shop, I made sure I got buttons for the people I knew that were Greek. I mean, you know, I, I made sure that I, I got something from for everybody because the stuff still looked like he had bought it the day before. And it was 20, 30 years old. So. Nettie B. Um, let's see. My most important lesson. Um, I had a teacher, too. I can't remember his name right now. My, uh, we should have got, got young folk. Out. All these old folk don't remember. Man, nobody. Uh-uh, well, I'm, I'm young. Look at that. First of all, what? I'm young. Um, I cannot she remember how any of my J-Staters huh? remember when we had to learn um, our school song in the class. He yeah. did not let us leave until we could not leave that class unless we knew that school song. Um, And then... My most memorable teacher, though, was Dr. Janice K. Neal. Nobody said that um, I could pass that class. They said she was hard to ask me, why did you take her? I said, because I like challenges. I wanted the challenge. And leaving her class, because my aunt would always tell me, I don't understand what you're saying. You keep saying her, 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 her. I was like, well, what do you mean? I don't, you know, I don't have an accent or anything. So when I went to Dr. Janice K. Neal's, because that's how she said her name every time, class, um, she would make us speak with correct dialect. Mm. And as you can see now, I enunciate 
because of her. Mm. So that changed that changed my life. And um, like Shannon, it opened my eyes to so many things to help to ask for help to ask questions because I had an issue in our class with another um, classmate. And I went to her and I talked to her. And ever since that day, she always called me. I'm like, hey, I should be talking to her. Right, because now she knows your name. Miss Beckham. Miss Beckham. Put you on the spot all, all the time. Miss Beckham, do you know? I'm like, hey, I'm You didn't read that chapter last night, did you? Know what I'm saying? So, always got to be prepared now. Yeah, so, I, was, I stayed prepared too. So for me, it was Dr. Patricia Bobo. Okay. My, my freshman year of college. First or well, second class because I took bowling at eight a.m. Don't judge me. Yeah, I took bowling. I didn't either. I had to go to him in December. Like I'm gonna lose my scholarship. <laughs> and I don't he was like, write a paper on on some famous some old black bowler. I was like, you know how hard it is to go to the library and look for a black bowler's name. <laughs> but I like I said, I went I went to a predominantly white high school, and Dr. Bobo was that history professor that was like, well. I spent some time in St. Louis. And what about this? And what about that? And she was dropping stuff that I had no idea about. I couldn't have told you what the oldest black high school was west of the Mississippi. I had no idea. And I grew up 15 minutes from it. Not even that. And it was just like, she dropping all this knowledge, and I'm just sitting there looking stupid like, well, I know, I, I know this, I know that. And it wasn't stuff that was important. Was she related to the Bible I You know, I don't know. Okay. But she made me... I went to college to go to law school. I was gonna be. I was gonna go pre law. Mm. I was gonna poli sci pre law. Mm. After she your ha- ha- half, I think after midterms, I was like, I want to be a history teacher. Wow! And it was because of her. Yeah. And I'm. I've been teaching history seventeen years now, but it was. And I teach like I tell my students every year. It's because of her. I teach like this. Yeah. I'm not gonna give you what's in that book. That book. If you read the book, you can get all the stuff they want you to know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you all the stuff that's not in there. Okay. And it was her. She would, I remember, we, you know, you right before class, you would go buy all your books. You didn't broke all you like, shoot, man. I just oh, dropped 800 money. on books. Right. <laughs> and she was like, how many of y'all bought the book? Y'all should have came to me first. Because I would have told you you don't need it. And, and it was like, well, shit, now I got to try to go, go stand in that long-ass line and get a refund. You know, but it was her. And she took literally in the course of like eight weeks, not even a full semester. In the course of eight weeks, she had taken so much Eurocentric stuff out of my knowledge mm-hmm. and was like, yeah. you learn this? Well, what about this? It actually played a role in the frat I chose. Mm-hmm. She, she, she was get, We were talking. She made us read this book about sharecropping in 1922. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at the orgs. I'm like, all oh, these orgs, oh, 1906 and 1911. Well, y'all founders was partying on the campus. Where, where was, why weren't y'all helping these black folks sharecropping in Alabama? And it made me it made me look at the orgs different. And I was just like, man, yeah, the IOTAs may not get a lot of love, but at least they wasn't partying and kicking when somebody was out here still low-key in slavery. And it made me look at the orgs different. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, each one of them have their own reasons of why, you know, yeah. how they function or whether how far away they were. We all know they were founded way east compared to the south. But it, it struck me like, man, I wouldn't have believed in 1922 that we still had sharecropping. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if you think about it, it's 2021, and you still have some form of sharecropping in rural areas in Tennessee, mm-hmm. Alabama, Mississippi. They're still working for someone else on their land, and like we'll make a, we'll give you a small cut. That's sharecropping. Um, so now we get to get a little, we get to get in some some uh, little funner questions, you know. 
So, uh, what was campus life like at Xavier? Like, what what was the Greeks like? What was, you know, what was all that stuff like? So, as I said, we worked hard education-wise Monday through Thursday. Mm. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we were going out. We were either having parties outside of campus. There was something going on in the city all the time. Exploring the city. There's some type of festival always going on in New Orleans. Um, Greek life. It was pretty big as Xavier, like I said, Xavier's small, so mm-hmm. it it kind of meshed in very well. Um, we did not have a band. Oh, mm. oh yeah, they don't, they don't have no football team in that much. They like didn't team. need the football team. We had the <laughs> football team ain't well worth So when we did basketball season, everybody was there. We so is that when y'all did homecoming? Yes, so we do basketball. We do it like, like November time mm-hmm. frame for our homecoming, but. In terms of A&T, though, um, Greek life was also pretty big. But, like, even if you weren't Greek, you still had a good time. Like, it wasn't as if if you weren't Greek, you couldn't do anything. Um, homecoming, football games, band, that was just a big thing for us as a, at A&T. And um, because A&T was such a big campus, like, there was always something going on. That was totally a different, like, it was a culture shock kind of for me going from Xavier to A&T because it was like, we were in the library. Like, we had a club library at Xavier. We were in there doing, we we were doing our work. But at A&T, not saying they weren't focused on their schoolwork, but, like, there was a party on a Wednesday. And it's like, we, at Xavier, that would have never happened. Mm. So it was definitely a big difference, but I could see the benefits of both. What about Tuskegee? I mean, you know, Tuskegee was lit. (laughs) Um, To be honest, my brother, um, he graduated from Hampton, but um, he was living in Atlanta when I was in college, and he came down and kicked it. Like, when he, you know, had a break from work, he was there. He was also um, Greek, but... um, not also, but he he was Greek, so he was able to come down and hang out with his frat. But for me, like it, all of the frats except for I want to say except for um, Kappa's no, except for uh, Alphas, mm-hmm. except for Alphas were, were on the yard. So Not everybody, I I want to say we did. It might have been one or two. <laughs> <laughs> but I, said, I want to say I, maybe, but like maybe maybe not. Look, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe, maybe not iotas and alphas, but like everybody else was on the yard when I was when I was at Tuskegee. But um, we had a band, we had the football team, we had the basketball team. Like it was lit when I was there. Like I had a, a full HBCU experience. So. Oh yeah, Nettie B. <laughs> but Jackson State was as the party school. Uh, facts. No, I'm just saying. Um, no, but it was kind of the same thing. Um, we have parties during the week. <laughs> um, people be on the yard 24 seven. I, I I don't know what else to say. When I was there, it, it was I loved it. I loved every second of my college experience. If I can relive it, I would. I would do even more. Just, 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 just one of the most fine parties man. we had in college. 
the yard, the, the going to on mm-hmm. the plaza. If everybody knew what the plaza used to be so like, they changed. Right. So we used to. I was just talking to somebody about that this weekend. How we were able to drive through the plaza and show off yeah. your cars, y'all. That yeah. was that was the. Man. So is that, is that where but. the plaza is? Where all the Greek plaza or the Greek yeah, the, things the, are yeah, now? Where everything and, is brick now. Okay. So the, um, where the band and the band used to yeah. come through. You yeah. know, come from the uh girls' dorm, Alexander. You know, come down the little the little alley. <laughs> And then, you know, we had, this was the funnest part. So I stayed in Alexander, if anybody is used to, uh, knows about Jackson State. And then the boys' dorm was right behind Alexander North. So it was just all kind of stuff we would do when, uh, <laughs> after 10 o'clock. Oh, oh hey, you know what? This, this sounds like a late night creep. Oh, hey, hey, hey. You hey. would be wild, though. I'm going to tell you, you're sneaking in the door. Hey, I'm going to tell you right girls now. Girls sneaking from, from Dawson, <laughs> Dawson and Martin right across from each other. Yeah. Like, the women was trying to get in them to Martin was sneaking there and the biggest clothes they had. Sweatpants, sweatshirt, trying to look like a dude. Because it was all girls, all boys on. Yeah. They sneaking in there at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning trying to act like they a regular dude. We see you. You, you know we what? We see you. Like, some of the best things. Like, when I was at TSU, I stayed in Watson Hall my freshman year. Watson Hall and, and Boyd Hall. Watson is for the freshman boys. Boyd is upperclassmen boys. Well, the buildings are like this, right? So Watson right here and this boy, and everybody just roll their, like lift their window up and just start joning. <laughs> that's how we. So that's you, exactly you could, what you we could walk through that mug. If you walk oh through that mug, someone's God. either gonna get thrown on you or you was about to <laughs> get flamed, man. And, and like it would just, it didn't matter the time of day or night. Three o'clock in the morning, all you hear is people from Memphis join a little different, right? Yeah. And so they 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 join like it don't be funny to us. But they be, they, they be bugging up. <laughs> Man, you big well in it. That's not even <laughs> funny. Well, like, it's, like, it's not funny. But saying? they be bugging up. Huh? And, and it, would, it would be absolutely crazy, man. And I ain't going to bring up none of them panty rays that we had at TSU. That's for lo- another show. Maybe we'll talk about that next week. I used to hear about those. Them they panty never had when I went. Yeah, the panty rays. <laughs> hey, I ain't going to lie. My freshman year at homecoming. Hey, I'm sitting there playing Madden, and somebody come beat on my door. Boom, 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 like, nigga knocking. I'm like, what the fuck was this? And I'm, and, and most, everybody that knew me in my dorm knew my door was open. Because yeah. you could just come in my room and play the game or whatever. And so, nigga beating on the door, I'm like, it's open. Like, And my friend looked at me like, who, who beating on your door? So I opened the door. It's a dude dressed in all black with a do-rag over I'm his face. face. <laughs> my boy dressed like a ninja with no face. He like, you see the way I'm dressed? So we like, yeah. Dress like me and be outside in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we got outside and everybody just took off running. I, my fat ass decided I'm going to run from my dorm all the way to the other side of campus. Oh, it's a dude. dorm literally next like next that to mine. Uh, I run to the other side of campus. Uh, did you think you weren't going to get caught? I ain't get caught, but nigga was winded. <laughs> Listen, winded got all winded. heels. You oh. think you going to make it from the furthest dorm to the other one? You gonna stop midway through and lay down on the floor? <laughs> we run there trying to get pan, trying to get panties. Now we know. Now, of course, some people knew. So I, somebody I must have told like some of the freshman yeah, girls because their doors out. were open. Absolutely. We run in there. So oh, what the drawers was open or what they do? Lay they, them on the bed? Like, no, we what, just what? hey, they, they doors was unlocked. Like I, you just knew where I, to go to the drawers. So like, my my, my my friend Danielle, she was from St. Louis too. Her her roommate Alexis was fine. I I, I was. 
smitten. <laughs> so I was like, I got to go to Danielle's room because I got to get Alexis Jones. Where is Danielle at? Danielle. Shout out to Danielle. Where you at, Danielle? Shout out to Danielle with the good draws in the building. Shout out to Danielle Wells from RK. Rosati Kane in the building. You know. And her her roommate Alexis, she was from Memphis. She's Germantown. That's what she always. I know I'm from, about Germantown. I, she's like I'm Germantown. from Germantown. Yeah. And I, exactly. Like they be like, I'm like she from Memphis. They like, hey man, she's from Germantown. I'm like, oh my bad. I ain't know there was like Saint Charles in this mother. Yeah. Like, right, yeah. Hey, she oh you she from Saint Charles? You know, but just the the, the fun. Some boy, we had some fun boy back in the day. Now I'm gonna change change the direction a little bit. Lately, you know. Prime time has come in to Jackson State. Yes. And he's taking the his, his view is HBCUs ain't been getting the showcase. Absolutely. So he want he wanted to use his platform to give them the showcase. Mm-hmm. So what's your thoughts on 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 what he's doing and how he's affecting HBCUs with what he's doing? I, I'm gonna ask you first since it's your school. Since it's my school. Um I think it's the best thing ever. Not saying that we didn't have good leadership before. Um, but again, like we were saying earlier about his platform, mm-hmm. he's using his platform for what what we need as HBCUs. Um, I hate to say this, but I, I'm gonna give a shout out to Beyonce because without her right now, mm-hmm. if she didn't have that concert at Coachella like she did, mm-hmm. and she didn't have some J State people on her, okay, just want to let y'all know some J State. They look like grandma. <laughs> okay, well, some um, and one of the choreographers actually um, went to Normandy, just so y'all know he's from St. Louis. Okay. Um, yeah, Normandy. He didn't graduate, but he's from Normandy. Um, I'm sorry, no, I'm not. No, I mean he didn't graduate from Normandy. Not that he didn't. Graduate. He graduated from somewhere. My bad. <laughs> I hope you don't hear this. <laughs> um, but anyway, don't don't shout me out. Um, but yeah, I think it's a, a amazing platform, and then especially seeing it this weekend and the turnout um, at the um, classic was amazing. I've never been to Miami before. Um, I heard that it was forty two years mm-hmm. um, ago. That was before most of us that are here when the Classic was there the last time. So it's going to be even bigger and better next year. Hopefully he'll still be with us, we hope. Um, but I do like the publicity that he's getting and just making sure that, you know, the swags, the HBCU, definitely the swag. I got to shout that out. But yeah, um, all, the HBCU, <laughs> all the HBCUs just um, get the notoriety that they need. So, like, Tennessee State picked up Eddie George. And we're, we're, we're still kind of seeing what that looks like. You know, he Eddie George isn't as vocal He's as uh, Prime Time is. But I will say Prime's movement has made has benefited everybody. everybody. Because the fact that I got home from the Classic, on, I got back to my hotel room, so and what's on TV? Tuskegee right. versus Fort, Fort Valley State Come to be on. on. And we're talking Come about on. to be on big-time ESPN, yeah. Yeah. and you got – Tuskegee and Fort Valley are Division Two schools playing football Absolutely. on there. We're not going to talk about the fact that your school lost 30 to nothing. We ain't going to talk about that. But even though they lost 30 to nothing, shout out to Coach Maurice Flowers, my frat brother, uh, head coach at Fort Valley State University. But He wants to call y'all out like that. But it's the fact that they're on national TV. So it's going to be a kid that from, from St. Louis that's going to say, you know what, I play football, but I might want to be a veterinarian too. Yeah. And, and now he has an institution he can choose. And he can get that. He like, I can go play ball there. And a lot of times, we weren't getting the shine. If you didn't know someone, because I, I found out recently, after 17 years in education, I just found out, like, back in maybe February, that a lot of high school counselors 
have no, no idea nope. about about black colleges. But, I mean, I but look, let me. So I, even though we lost, uh, she coming oh, back she, to the old show. Why she, you mean? She, <laughs> she's like shit. I'm like, I know, I know, y'all the podcast host, but at the same time, like, even though that we lost. Like, that's why it's important for HBCU alumni to donate to their HBCUs. 100%. 100%. No, look, no matter that we owe 100 some odd or thousands. more thousands, because Sally I definitely asked for more bitch. than what I needed. <laughs> but it's important for us to, you know, um, not only on our school's foundation date, not mm-hmm. only, you know, one time a year, but it's important for us to um, make sure that we donate when you know monthly not just one or two times a year so yeah we might have lost but you know what but at the same time let me tell you about how many you know veterinarians we produce how many doctors we produce how oh yeah many, so you know educated black people that we produce so, so here's, here's my just, thing about that though hold on wait, wait go, a minute go ahead. like just not she got look, the, hey she got nah, the, look, about to look, speak you you tell you told me to come and, and, oh, no, and I educate, want the, yeah. educate the people but like we need to make sure that we're donating and that we're doing the our due, due diligence at our um, organizations. So for me, I worked at the county health department and I made move your, sure move your mic over. They can't, can't, can't see, see, see you. Yeah, oh, you I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I wanted to make sure that like our HR knew to reach out to to Harris Stowe mm-hmm. or to reach out to um, Tuskegee or to reach out to other. Um, sciences, HBCUs to recruit, right? you know, because they do all of these really great initiatives and they go and they do all these performative things, but like, no, how many people are you actually hiring right. at, at these events? Y- yes, you're there, but like, what are you doing? Because don't do, don't do nothing performative for me. Right. S- tell me what per- percentage of people that you're talking to that you're actually hiring. And, and I, I, what I think we also need to do, on top of the donate, we, like all of us are in St. Louis. Yes, we have our own institutions that we love and support, but we have two HBCUs in, in, in our state that we also need to support. You know, the exactly. fact that... The fact that going to going to a Harris Stowe going to a Harris Stowe basketball game, your little ten dollars, you like, oh, I went to a game, but that ten dollars helps in the athletics department. It helps in that overall institution. And watching one thing about it, like Tuskegee was on TV Saturday. Yeah. My big thing was I was telling my friends watch the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jackson State being on TV, me going to the game as a fan, I didn't go to neither school, but I'm going because I support. And, and it's a lot of alums who be like, oh, I only support my institution. No, no HBCUs need to help each other. Yeah. And, and and if you can't find if you can't find that that common love to say, you know what, those students have the same exact experience I have. Absolutely. And I should I should go and support them, then you ain't been to nobody else's homecoming. Cause you gotta that that's a feeling like no other when you go to someone else's homecoming yeah. or, or or a school you me being me being Greek, majority of the campus I go to, especially HBCUs, ain't no chapter there. Or if it is, I'm trying to avoid them. We ain't going to talk about that. <laughs> but going to a school and you're like, I ain't go to school here. But I guarantee when you leave, you're going to have new friends and new family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what I try to explain to everybody. If you really go and you really support and you donate finance, you, you may not have to write a check for every school you see. But go to if you go to homecoming, buy a ticket to the game. Yeah. Whether you go in the game or not, buy a ticket to the game. If you go to somebody else's homecoming, 
Buy a ticket to the game. Yeah, you can stand outside and drink all you want or go in at halftime and watch the bands. Buy a ticket to the game. Support that school financially because that helps in the long run. You you get to, you you start when I when I hear my students like, well, I don't want to choose that school, man. They ain't got this. They ain't got that. That's what white schools have over us. When we go, to, you go to you go to the State Fair Classic, Grambling and Prairie View. You got fifty thousand people in that same stadium. A week earlier is Texas and Oklahoma, and they have a hundred thousand people. Do you you see how much money is is created there? And it also provides scholarships for students, Facts. and that's something that a lot of people don't realize mm-hmm. that a lot of these other schools are offering students, or PWI specifically, are offering us more money in certain spaces because they need to fill this diversity void. Absolutely. And so that's why they're not going to HBCUs versus if we give them this money and we support, even if it's through athletics or other ways, we will be able to provide uh, more scholarships for students who are coming. So. So I'm gonna do one more question before we, before we go to a break. Um, this is something my wife and I discuss all the time. She's a graduate of Mizzou, so she went to a PWI, and we talk about what are the what's something that PWIs can learn from HBCUs, and what's something HBCUs can learn from PWIs. Well, we already said one of them. Uh, giving back. Giving back. Giving back. Mm-hmm. Giving back. I think also being... Just being genuinely inclusive. Okay. I feel like we have, you know, our welcome week or our orientation for the semester and telling us about the history of our schools and being genuine about that. I feel like a lot of, even like the history of St. Louis, a lot of the history that we learn in St. Louis is only about white people in St. Louis. It does not include, um, the history of black people in St. Louis. And, like, just because you tell the truth doesn't mean that we're going to be, you know, upset about it. But right. just tell right. us what it is. Right. Don't don't sugarcoat that shit. Yeah. Tell us, you know, people were slaves. Mm-hmm. People did this. You know, black black folks did this. But, like, be honest about the right. history that we played. The Delmar and, split. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, don't try to just brush that shit over. Like, tell us what it is so that we can know and then move forward accordingly. Yeah. No, and I agree. I feel like the inclusivity, but it's also like, and I go to a school up down here right now, and it's like the information that they do give about black people is like stereotypical. So it's like the questions of, I would have never gotten questions at my HBCU, but at my PWI now, it's like, well, because you're black, did you grow up in the ghetto? And I was like, hmm, no. I wonder what school but you're going yeah, to. I don't want to say, but you know. Um, <laughs> I think I already know. <laughs> Yeah, y'all see my face. Hold <laughs> on, we, we all went through the struggle. Like, like hey, hey, that's that's why that's why the question of St. Louis is what high school you went to is so important. Yeah, because everybody wants to find out your socioeconomic background Absolutely. based on. So we, and then we know how to have a conversation. Exactly. Based but, off of that, yeah. but I think inclusivity, because now diversity and inclusion is something that PWIs are trying to get at, and it's like. It's another form of... They're doing a horrible job, too. It it is a horrible job at it. And it's like making the African-American community in particular feel like an item. It's like, Mm -hmm. well, because we have to do this, I need need to do something for you. And it's like, well, you do this for every other student, so why not do it for all of us? The same way as... At our HBCUs, I think most of us felt like we were a family. Yes. You built your community. You you had a bigger community at these other schools Mm -hmm. now. It's like... You got your black student union. You got your group. If you have that, my biggest issue was not 
being at HBCU. The Black Student Union thing, the title yeah. of it. Yeah. Like, why am I at this school and to label our congregation? A black we got to be the Black Student Union. Yeah. Even yeah. though Lincoln had more white kids than black kids, the fact that we didn't have to put black in front of everything we yeah. did to signify what we were doing, yeah. that shit blew me. Like, going to Mizzou, all they probates was in this one random-ass classroom. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Man. I used to be like... Yeah. Why are we in this fucking big ass class? First of all, if y'all having classrooms like this on a regular day, it was crazy because yeah. Lincoln had no more than three thousand students at a time. So mm-hmm. the most I've probably been in class with twenty five to thirty, mm-hmm. and that would depend That's on the average. class. Yeah. And it ain't even just the class; it's the time mm-hmm. because we know our classes was limited. So we gonna try. Everybody's trying to get at this one time. They open more students to this one time. Mm-hmm. But I was like, as much as Mizzou used to hate on us, I'm like, bro. Y'all do shit, everything got to have the word black in front of it before you do it. I'm like, that don't make y'all feel no way. When them kids started, when it was like some type, when Obama became president, that was right before I came to Lincoln. Mm-hmm. So I was downtown Chicago going to Robert Morris where he was accepting his speech. So that shit was live. Mm-hmm. But then to go to Lincoln a couple go a couple years later here in Mizzou, they got white kids riding around throwing cotton balls yeah. on the campus. But you know what that happened? I think for each one of us, we were close to a PWI. That had well, not Tuskegee. Tuskegee is close to <laughs> no, Auburn. No, we weren't. We were look out Tuskegee. Okay. Look out. No, I didn't have that problem. Well, like, what's the closest PWI to Jackson um, State? It's um up in North Jackson. Um, cannot think of the name of it. See, like TSU, matter. TSU was different because we had Vanderbilt. So mm. our Vanderbilt was in town, and we literally you could tell the difference in town. And you you go to Walmart and people are like oh yeah you go to TSU. Millsaps College. There we okay. Go. Sorry. So so we gonna we gonna skip the break. We gonna go right into the good stuff. Okay. Y'all know hey. we didn't introduce rapid fire. It's our new thing. And and I, I realized one thing. Some of the answers to these questions are right here for for our guests to just guess oh, them and get them right. So I'm gonna look, put I'm some spins on them. I'm gonna put some spins on them right here. So uh, it says how many D nine orgs were founded at HBCUs? It's right there on the paper. So somebody yell it out. Six. And we're going to go to the baby Neo. Oh, my. That's what so, I so, <laughs> I help y'all, girl. Sh- Shannon oh. is, a, Sh- Shannon is a, a, a Neo, a Neophyte member, a, a new member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And, and so, so I'm going to ask you. I'm on my low-key, I think, too. What HBCUs have alpha chapters for their orgs? Ooh. Um, Howard University. Okay. Who? Wait, wait, who? Are so, so yeah. Ones? Well, give me the two, give me the schools. Give me the schools. School. So, so, how many of them was founded? So, how many of them? Who, who was founded at at, at Howard? Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Uh huh. Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Uh. Y'all should see this baby. She about to write the Greek no, letters. No. Up. She like, um, which one? Wait, uh. Somebody help her out. Alpha was Cornell. No, yeah, Alpha was Cornell. Zeta was, Zeta was Howard. Mm-hmm. Um, Sigma was Howard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Row was not Howard. That was Butler. Mm-hmm. And then it was, yeah, and then Iota's was more. Uh, so, yeah, you helped out because that was going to be the one everybody yeah, was going to be like. Well, I knew that, that's where I'm from. Oh, you from Bmore? Okay. Well, not, yeah. no, no, no. Hold you're, on. You're I'm from, from Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> what part, what part of Maryland you from? She's like, look. Yeah. She's I'm like, I'm from Columbia. No, 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 no. I'm from, like, Southern Maryland. So okay, down PG, close to PG County. County. Okay. Yeah, down that area. Um, what two schools are considered the first HBCUs? Oh, 
So the Ivy League consists of... Is it Wilberforce? Uh, Wilberforce um, is the first private black college, but okay. it was founded after the two is first it? HBCUs. Damn, I ain't even looking. Look, Spelman and Morehouse? No. no. Is it in South Carolina? Huh? Is it in South Carolina? No. What's the state? I can't tell you, because if I tell you the state, then you're going to get it. Cause you got it. Both schools are in one state. And it's crazy. I ain't even looked this shit up. I'm not sure. Both schools are in one state. And it's not in the south. It's on the east coast. No, I know it's like first, like middle, isn't it? Nope, not Hampton and Howard. East coast. You're close. You're close, but it's not Ohio. It's not Ohio. Oh, Indiana? No, is it? Ain't Indiana. I don't know. It's not Ohio. Y'all give up? Yes. Y'all give up? If you just give us, it's Pennsylvania. Lincoln, Lincoln University, Lincoln. Lincoln University in Pennsylvania, and Cheney University. Matter of fact, I think the, the info for the podcast has that on there. So I just copied and pasted. I didn't read Lincoln, Lincoln, uh, Lincoln was the first school open, but Cheney was the first degree granting institution. So those, those are the first two. Like you're a history teacher. Oh yeah, I'm gonna stick to what I know. So name the five predominantly HBCU conferences. I know somebody wrote it down. Isn't it MIAC? The MIAC is one. The Mid Eastern Athletic Conference. Okay, swag. The Southwestern Athletic Conference. The SIA. The SIAC. And the CIAA. And what's the fifth one? I can't. I don't know. Xavier is in the conference. Oh, she oh, went. She definitely didn't go to a G, basketball game. The <laughs> she like. Ooh. I didn't know what conference they were in. I went. To it's the, the GCAC, the Gulf go. Coast Athletic okay. Conference. Shout out to those schools. Yeah. I just know swag. So, oh yeah. So here we go. Best man. I got. I got. We gonna work the room. So hold up. Let, hold, hold on now, Brittany. Not currently, but when I went there. No, I need to know your best band right now. Come on, you better say it. Yo, so you rolling with Lincoln? Yeah, I'm always going to roll with the March Musical Storm, man. Okay. I'm going to always roll with Tuskegee always. University. The Marching yeah. Crimson Pipers. <laughs> Who is go. that? That's Tuskegee. Tuskegee. The Marching Crimson Pipers. Okay. That's fancy, though. Okay. I have to say A&T. Mm, why you look like me? I, I know Jackson State go crazy. Benedict is a good one, too. Do I have to say anything? Or do I just need to show my shirt? Yeah, the Sonic place. Boom of the South. They go crazy. The name alone, so, whole wait. Oh yeah, so, oh yeah. I mean, so the, obviously, the best band is the Aristocratic Bands from Tennessee State University. Listen, Aristocrats. You know, time, yeah, yes. You make sure you say it all, bones. Aristocrats. Aristocrats. And, and, and followed closely. I would hate to be called that. <laughs> what the Aristocrats? 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 You're, hey, give them too close to Aristocats. Like, hey, but real talk, like band wise, it's all based on what you like. You know, yeah. Southern is a great band. Yeah, I get you know, some love, though. T- TSU, hey, I, mean, I love my band. You know, so I, I I definitely feel like when you start talking about HBCUs and you start talking about the rivalries, and have you been to another, like, have you ever visited a school that wasn't the school you went to? Yeah. yeah. I went to, so, I went to so TSU. Give me, the only other HBCU uh, I visited. You went, went to TSU for? Uh, when me and my... When I was at Lincoln, the ENT group I was in, once we raised enough money for a party, we went to TSU for some weekend. Mm. Like, just go to the party. They had a pajama party all the time. Oh, My homegirls yes. I went to church with growing up, she went there. And I got to run into her. And, like, we went out there for a whole this weekend and kicked out. it. Hold on. Let me pass oh, it to me. No. Hold on. Pass it to me. Did it? Uh, it did. I, I don't have a thing right here. Let me, let me see. It. it may have died. Did it die? Let me see. Pass, pass it to me. Uh, we, uh, we got a little bit more minutes left. Oh, no, we, it, it, I, I can put you. Let's see. 
So, um, you know, we got we got a game. This, we, it's a big game this weekend, you know, between uh, Jackson State, Tennessee State. It's going to be hey. on TV. Um, who going to win the game? Who gonna win? The, who win the game? Net, on, like all, in front of all your Jackson State let's people, talk. who gonna win the game? I mean, you know I'm gonna say Jackson State, but let's talk about let's let's, let's talk about that offense though. We need to get that offense together. Defense, shout out to you, shout out to you. But we need to get that offense together. I know y- y'all done had y'all first game now. Got the legitimate out of you. I need y'all to beat them other Tigers, baby. Yeah, I'm not what's, gonna what, win. What's y'all colors? It's not blue and um, white. What's the blue call? Oh, did he just? Do not disrespect us. You them motherfuckers down. <laughs> Did you what disrespect? Is- y- hey, y'all the only school that be like, yeah, we the bang, we the blow bangles. What is the blue called? Did y'all got it's a no? Our term. blue is blue. No. It's royal blue. Um, no, no, it's not royal blue. Uh, Katrina knows. Now nah, let Katrina let Katrina pops, get on here with said. this fancy blue. <laughs> it's blue. That's the only blue that matters. Okay, we're naked. Huh, I got like 30. I guess they rollable. I'm, I'm, I'm on 17%. Oh, okay, you, you jammed. So, you know, so as we get, as we get. But, uh, JSU all day. JSU all day. Battle of the bands. JSU all day. Br- just- Brittany, from, from everything you know about those great institutions you heard, who would you put your money on? Would you I'm put gonna your put money my money on Jackson Tuskegee State. University. They're, they're, not, they're not in the <laughs> game. I said Tuskegee University. That's what I'm going to For the classic, this weekend, you going to put your money I'm on Tuskegee? I'm going to put my money on I'll Tuskegee University. I'm going to put my money on Lincoln. I'm going to put my money on Lincoln. Lincoln by 60. Lincoln by 60. Wait a minute. Now, didn't we just talk about getting back to the school? I bet y'all niggas lose by 60 and come up. They didn't say. They didn't say just buying a ticket, okay? No, I'm gonna go with you. Come on now. Wow. Let's go. Wow. Like Let's go. Damn, bro. That's, that's that hurt. Two, that's I just, two, I've two, always two, liked him okay. as a person. Like I his, did too. I ain't his gonna lie. But I fucked with Eddie George too. And wait, look. Hey, I ain't, gonna lie. Running back I, I, back. I ain't gonna lie. You got, wait, hold on. You got your, your CD copy of Must Be the Money? Must be the money that keep me looking good. Must be the money. <laughs> really? Nah, I don't. Shannon, like, I don't know I that song. I'm too young. Listen, I don't I know what it is. What I thought it was is not that song. No, I that, that was Deion Sanders' oh, rap song. He had a rap album when I was in middle school. Like, when I was in middle school, he had a whole rap album called Must Be the Money. Deion Sanders for all his players, too. Yeah, yeah. Hey, he so they make them niggas the listen to that during practice. <laughs> you gonna listen to my shit? He getting his streams finally. That's why he now. always dancing and stuff. So, uh, uh, we getting ready to wrap it up. I'm gonna I'm wrap it up with something positive. Yeah, all right. Okay. So, HBCUs have struggled obviously over the over the years. How do you feel about the surge in enrollment? I, I love it. It's positive. I, yeah. I love it. Again, that's just more money we can get, you know, to support our students. Um, I'm definitely about scholarships. Uh, I did have the conversation with my daughter, and I continue to have it about her going to HBCU. She doesn't have to go to Jackson State, surprisingly enough. I know I'm always talking about Jackson State, but um, I want her to get scholarships. Just go, know? period. Just, just go. to keep, yeah. keep that alive. Like, one thing that I used to always get mad about that I didn't find out till later was if you didn't know which HBC you wanted to go to, they had the Black Common yes. application. So I want to talk about that later. Which yeah, I actually yeah. is one of the links on the website for yeah. this episode. You can click on it and take your child right there. And I just felt like, because back when I was in school and they had it, you can apply it was like 34 to $40, nice. but it sent you to... 
20 different schools yeah. like, at that time. Now it's more. more. Now it's yeah. 60 and for $20. But you know how yeah. dope that is? Like, yeah. you pay 20 bucks, 60 schools get your option. Yeah. And at this point, you pick. You yeah. pick which one you like that yeah. fit. And at that, look at cities, look at demographics. You get more of an option, especially if you want them students who can pull more acceptance letters. It's like, okay, where would I may potentially want to live at? later in my life or where do I think the next four years four to six years of my life could be cool to kick it at well you know what what was crazy is back in the spring if you all remember in our in the group me I was asking y'all to make donations or actually last fall when I did it for my students and and what was what was the greatest part of that was to see the students who you didn't think would get accepted getting those acceptance letters there's no better feeling to see a kid who has like that 2.2 GPA and they like, man, ain't nobody gonna accept me. And they you get won't. that school, they was like, hey, we gonna take a chance on it. And, and man, yeah, you just yeah. go. You talking about their their whole culture, whole whole mindset changes Chinese because somebody took a somebody chance. Somebody take a chance. And a lot of these PWIs don't take a chance on them. But when this P, when the HBCUs do, you see these two point two. GPA from out of 4.0 students. Yeah. Yeah. And it is amazing. It's amazing. Yes, yeah. it is so amazing. I did way better in college than I did in high school. I didn't really. I mean, like I always tell people, I went to high school because I, I couldn't find nowhere to skip long enough. <laughs> and because they switched to the voicemail system to be on the phone with a mm-hmm. code. Yes. So I didn't know how to log in to delete the messages that said I won that school. <laughs> but. When I got to Lincoln, I kicked it for a while, but after a while, I was like, bro, I'll pay for this. Yeah, this I just want to be no statistic of a student. Yeah. And it was like, all right, let me buckle down. I went through three, four semesters straight, dean's list, no issues. And I'm like, bro, I would have never did this shit in college. Like, I mean, in high school. I would have never did it in high school. But it was some people I know went to high, they, they high school records. It was like, bro, I barely made it in here. I had to come here in the summer to do these X, Y, Z classes. Right now, I'm an honor student. I'm a four. 4.0 up student because I actually took a chance on myself. They took a chance on me not thinking I was going to go nowhere. You're kind of more appreciative where you don't think you're going to get accepted and maybe one or two schools are like, well, you know what? We understand. Yeah. Let me see what you can do over here. Yeah. And you're like, you know, okay. I owe that to y'all for taking that chance on me. And I'll say, I think HBCUs definitely yeah. humble you as well. I don't know. I'll use my, exa- my experience for example. I came from a mixed high school where I was one of the smart black girls. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's what you were known as because the uh, people in the honors classes weren't black students, really. Right. Going to my HBCUs, you looked around, and it's like everybody is it's smart. Just, it's, you're yeah. not the yeah. smart yeah. black girl anymore. I'm everybody is smart. smart. Yeah. And it's like now you see, like, I struggled at times, but it humbled me to, like I said, ask for help and talk to other people. And a lot of other people, especially as Xavier, have these same um, issues. Stories, yeah, yeah, stories where it's like, I was top of my class. I'm top ten. But you, you also didn't have the pressure. You and didn't have you did to... you didn't have well you didn't have the pressure of feeling like if you're the smart have, black girl yeah, and you stumble, everybody's yeah. looking like you're the representation of Black America yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah. and that's 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 true. Yeah, and but I think like I said, mine was a little bit more mixed. But I can see that for some people where some people just drop where it was yeah. like. I was the smart black girl, or I was a smart black boy, and then I came to college and was like, wait, everybody's smart oh, black. Okay. I ain't know. I'm not an anomaly here. It's like all of yeah. us. It's like, damn, as smart as I thought I was back there. Like, okay. I I will say this. I really hope this new generation don't go to college and become thugs. Because, you know, some of y'all was like. Boy, <laughs> some of y'all was nerds in high school. And then and you got to your yard and you was like, like yeah, I'm a gangster. Yeah. Lincoln, Lincoln was so big on that because. And I always got to see it called out because Lincoln being such a small school, 
65% of the school there all came from St. Louis and went to yeah. high schools together. Yeah. So it's like, high I see you wilding, but they was like, bro, he was he not like that. like that. I'm like, bro, you know where he lived at? He got this big old house and all that shit. Right. He out here thinking. It was, Lincoln, was always, Lincoln was the first time I went to a school where SWAT was kicking in the dorms. Because, and I'm talking about guns coming out, all type of shit. But then you hear about the stories of the people that was getting arrested, and it's like, bro, back where you live at, your family live, you got a two, two-parent household, bro. You live in a big three, four, five bedroom home. What you out like? It was always kids from out here. Like, but I think to piggyback off of what you said real quick and talking about like going to Lincoln and because of your best friend, I think something big that we should talk about is exposure. And when people get the chance to either go on these college tours or to even if they just get a chance to get on a road on the road and go visit these HBCUs, I think that's a benefit. Yeah, I wish I did. You know, there there with COVID going on, there's still apps that give you tours of the campus, but there's no. I would tell students. When they go on the college tours, the only thing I hate about going on college tours is that they typically do them like during spring break. Mm-hmm. So you go to a campus and you don't get to see the campus life. So it looks dead and you're like, oh, I, 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 to me, when I chose TSU, I, it, I found an alum from TSU Facebook who happened to be. just as well. Oh, they yeah. have a, so many uh, aso- alumni associations where you can do that. So speaking of, speaking of that, you know, Nettie has a special position. Um, <laughs> In an organization here. So can you talk about a little bit about what, what you do? Absolutely. I am the treasurer and membership chair for the St. Louis HBCU Alumni Association here in, in St. Louis, actually um, Southern Illinois part as well. So what we do is collectively, um, we like to have all representations of HBCU uh, alumni in the St. Louis area to kind of help us out and help uh, young students get scholarships, have exposure as we were talking about. Um, and then we actually have a summit coming up on September 25th um, via Facebook. Hopefully y'all can put that in the chat. If not, you can follow me on my page, uh, Nettie Beckham on Facebook. I can put that up for you too. But speaking of the Common Black uh, College app, we are actually um, helping out with that um, $20. I know you said you're going to have it on your page, but what we're doing is asking for donations because we're trying to hit a certain amount. Um, so we can have a representative from the College Black uh, College app to help the students um, okay. fill out the applications and everything. And so that's one of the things that we'll be talking about on the summit as well. So I hope you guys can tune in. Okay, y'all heard that. Yay! Hey. Yeah, we got to clap it up for that, man. Let's get our yeah. people, our younger students, to appreciate so so our HBCUs don't die out. The yes. culture yeah. coming yes, and everything. Definitely. We got to keep it going. If you're not a member of the HBCU Alumni Association, it is not a big deal. We just want you, we want everyone to be represented in the organization. Shout out to Maria already posting it up there. She oh been posting the scholarship song. Shout out to our producer at home. Shout out. Thank you. you know, back. She stay on, stay on point with the, with, the, with the clips we need yes. and, and links and everything. It's, it's lovely. Thank you. That technology so, right hey, bro. That's what she does. Hey, man. Yes. <laughs> we, we, we got a chance to. Show love to HBCUs and sure it's football season. See, I know I'm happy. I'm going for classic number two this weekend when Ooh, I go to Memphis. Okay, but um, in Tennessee State, come on. You know, as we get ready to wrap it up, I just got to say, y'all join us next week. Y'all got to join us next week. It, it's next week is a special day. It, it's my birthday episode. Hey, and make sure you watch the episode beforehand. Yeah, a a n m n. I think that's wait what yeah. that. So next Wednesday, my birthday is the 16th, but we, uh, we're going to have our show next Wednesday. Uh, and and uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to get in trouble. So y'all going <laughs> to 
I'm gonna be on some. I'm gonna be on some crazy shit. I'm gonna say some crazy shit. I might die Thursday because Maria might kill my ass, y'all. So, so we we gonna get in trouble because we got some bona fide foolishness gonna happen next week. We got the auntie, the auntie, the GG. Shout out to Kimmy Cakes. Cakes three one four. If y'all don't know who that is, go on Instagram. Kimmy Cakes three one four. She is. 45 years old of pure greatness. Thick all right, all all first of all, just is first of all, yeah, all the cakes. I want to give a clap to black women for aging so gracefully. Man, y'all, y'all see these women on this show? They like, damn, they're 50. Uh-uh. No, first of all. <laughs> I didn't say that. They ain't got nothing to do with me. No, I'm just playing. But it's just the fact that when y'all do get damn near 50, y'all still going to be fine as well. Because black women still, no matter what, oh, what happened? Oh, I don't know what happened. froze up on us. I know. I'm freezing, uh, too. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. That, that's, the, that's the sign telling us, go and wrap it up. It's time to end the show. It's the up. People, but, yeah, you back in this thing. No, she back Okay, there. we good. But, just, like I said, shout out to black women for No matter what age y'all get, y'all still fine. It's, it's so loved a woman to her. I'm like, damn. She's like, yeah, I'm 50. I'm like, what? Yeah. Gotta <laughs> love, gotta like love black 50? women. Like that, I feel like that's so wrong. Why you look like this at fifty? Why are you this well, fine at that age? Your phone died. No, oh, oh, but we, man, okay. well, it, as we get ready to wrap, but we not only Kimmy Cakes, we got Shanika Davis. Yeah, Shanika covered in polish. So coming, uh, ladies, lingerie Langer- for those who ladies, like the lingerie. Make sure, uh, make sure you buy something for your man and tell tell him to wish me happy birthday. For 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 you buying that for him on our show, we gonna so, kick yeah. it, man, for sure. So if y'all if y'all if y'all on the south side, pull up next week. Bring we me a bottle. It. We kicking it. We Bring me a bottle. We finna kick it afterwards. We finna do our thing for yeah. past master's birthday celebration. Yes, sir. Make sure y'all tune in. Like I said, every week from eight thirty to ten p.m. Central Standard Time. Ethnicishamore.com, mycitymymusic.com. You listen on Spreaker. You can't catch it when it first come out. You go on Apple. Spotify, Google, iHeart, all of the above, and 511 and more. We got one more video I'm going to end this with. You know, we went a little over time per usual. I really don't be caring. But I had to hear this wonderful song. I'm assuming that's it. Actually, it ain't it. So I'm going to pull it up right now. We got another HBC random song I found. And we out this thing. It's your boy, Nico the Great. And your boy, the past master. <laughs> Shout out to Granny. Oh, man. Thank y'all so much. Thank you. Yeah, Thank take you. a picture Thank of y'all. Y'all. Some bad podcast
you can get 24-7 protection even if you break the space-time continuum 
We did it. We time traveled to yesterday. Wait, Progressive covers us 24-7, but we just created an eight-day week, and it's 24-7 coverage, not 24-8. We gotta go back. Are you joking right now? Shh, I'm calling them. Hi, I have a question about time travel. Progressive offers more than a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, which literally means anytime. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Can you read? It's a ethnic issue more TV with your ass she ass.